Welcome to Beyond Medicine. My name is Rami Webby. I'm the host of the podcast. I'm a physician with a particular interest in healthcare innovation, building a better healthcare experience, and overall health and well-being. In this podcast, we bring you inspiring leaders from across the medical landscape to help us build a better medicine and lead a better life. We hope you enjoy. Welcome back, everyone. This episode is with Antoine Robillard, who's the Vice President and Head of Health Solutions at Withings. Withings is a health technology company that creates connected health devices. They're also the biggest seller of smart scales in the United States. They're bridging the gap between patients and health professionals. I reached out to Withings because I was totally geeking out about their products and I really wanted to talk more about them, dive into the technology and dive into how the technology is actually creating a better healthcare experience for patients and creating a better way for doctors to actually look after their patients. So reached out, we connected, and we have Antoine on the show. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy this one. A quick word from our partner at Podium. As you guys know, I am obsessed with, all right, well, maybe not obsessed, but I care a lot about creating a better healthcare experience. And to me, what that means is making the interactions between doctors and patients and the whole environment of healthcare better in some way. And that's why when I came across Podium, I decided they'd be a great partner for us here on the podcast because they're making the experience better for patients and for doctors, and they're helping private practice owners create a better experience for their patients, also create new leads for their practice, and also get reviews for their practice. So it's a really all-encompassing platform at Podium.com. Podium.com has partnered with us, and they're offering you a free sign-up and a free platform to use to help grow your practice and to help create a better experience for your patients. So to partner up with Podium, you can sign up for free at Podium.com forward slash beyond. Once again, it's Podium.com forward slash B-E-Y-O-N-D. Hope you guys enjoy it. Let me know what you think. And now to the episode. Hey, welcome everybody. I'm with Antoine Robillard, the Vice President at Withings and Head of Health Solutions at Withings. Withings is a connected health device company and the biggest seller of smart skills in the U.S. Withings is uh, is a originally European or French-based company, and they are the largest, one of the largest connected health device companies in the world. Um, I came across your products online. I became very interested in your scales and in your smartwatches. Um, and so, uh, after doing my research, I really wanted to reach out to you guys and bring you on the show and talk about some of your products because right now, uh, you know, this huge expansion in telehealth and digital health technology, um, is really creating a really interesting space with connected health devices. So I wanted to bring you on Antoine and, and, um, you know, talk about it, all of this. I know that you are uh, from France originally, and you told me how to say your name in French, which I completely <laughs> slaughtered. <laughs> so I'm just going to stick with Antoine. That sounds uh, good. <laughs> uh, so welcome to the show. Uh, how are you today? Thank you. Thank you, Ami. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Uh, I'm doing quite well. Thank you. Excellent. All right, Antoine. So t- tell me, wh- how did Withings start? Where did this Where did this company begin? What's the roots and the backgrounds that we don't know about? 
Um, well, it started actually quite quite a long time ago. It's been it's been twelve years that we're in uh, we're in business. Uh, we think this, as you said, initially a, a French company. Uh, we were founded in two thousand eight. Um, so you know, two thousand eight. That's for for both technology and healthcare. That sounds kind of a long time ago. Um, it was founded by two serial innovators that has this crazy idea to connect a waiting scale to the internet. Um, so it was the very first time we, we invented the, the, the smart scale. Um, and what was even crazier back then was the amazing feedback that they got after putting that on the market, which drove us to, uh, to develop you know, more and more devices in that space, but we can get into more details after. Okay, yeah, so I started off as a smart scale initially, and, and that was in France originally, that's where you guys started? Uh, we actually launched uh, right the directly in France, yes, but also in the US, and we expanded quite quickly internationally. One of our first countries outside of France and the US is actually Japan. Oh, okay. And, and what is a smart scale for those listening? Like, what does it mean to be a smart scale? Uh, so it's a smart scale, it's, it's a good question. It's, uh, so it's a scale that is hum somehow connected to the internet. Uh, so concretely what happens is that when you step on the scale, the data is recorded, recorded to, your, uh, to your account uh, so that you can see uh, the, the trend, the history into your, uh, your waiting patterns. Because who remembers his weight? Nobody does and that's not really a problem because the actual number does not really matter. What matters is the trend, is the evolution of your, of your weight. So by providing this data back to the user, we, allow, we empower him to uh, you know, take small actions every day to better control his weight. Uh, mm -hmm. That's, I would say, the, 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 the power of data and how we uh, make them available to the user. Mm, excellent. And in this trend of weight across time, is it um, is there other components of uh, the you know of the uh, of the measurements that are being uploaded to? Is it, I'm assuming it's an app where all of this information yep. goes to. Yes. So it's it's connected to an app. Um, it does not track only uh, weight. We have other scales that will track uh, body composition, so your, your fat mass, for example, because again, on top of the number that you see on the scale, what's also important is how your weight is um, composed of, yeah, distributed. Um, so we track fat mass, uh, we track the, the heart rate as well, and some other features in the scales. And it's all connected in an app uh, that you download to, to set up the device as a consumer, in which you can see uh, your, your weight history. Uh, I won't show you mine because it's, it's not good to, it's not, does not look good uh, <laughs> days with the, you know, with the, with the pandemic. Uh, but, uh, but I have like seven years of weight history. It goes up and down, up and down. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, in France, you guys are much better with your weight than we are here. I mean, yeah. I, I, I visited France uh, quite a long time ago. I didn't see a single overweight person while I was there. Well, we do have that. That's, uh, it's true that we have less uh, obesity problem than in the U.S., uh, but it's still a problem here in France as well. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So you guys started off with scales and progressively grew to other connected health devices like smartwatches, which are beautiful, by the way. Um, I was Thank looking you. at them on the website. Um, thermometers. Uh, I, I saw a sleep aid and yeah. 
There are a few other really cool products I'm looking uh, right now on the website. Blood pressure monitors, uh, really, really cool. And like this, the, it om- I almost get like an Apple feel while I'm looking at the products. Like they're very sleek and the design is very like modern, um, which is nice. Uh, I, I feel like there's a really nice design element of what you Thank guys you. do. It's, I mean, you, you're completely right. Design is extremely important for us. Um, for a very specific reason is that, you know, when, when you are sick, when you, you have a, a chronic condition, um, you know that you are sick. You don't need to be reminded of it every day by devices that you use to uh, treat or monitor your condition. Um, so we attach a lot of focus on designing devices that do not look like a piece of hospital, Uh, So if you look at our blood pressure, it just does not look like a blood pressure to motivate people to use them, but also to allow these devices to integrate in the wardrobe, in the daily life of our users. That's why our our smartwatches, they look like a watch first. And and I have a a professional bias, so of course I can recognize them from very far. Uh, But if you look at the watch, you you can't really say that it's a smartwatch. Um, But it has all, you know, these built-in features that will track you 24-7 and provide you with this data to help you uh, monitor your activity, your sleep, uh, your your heart rate, and many other uh, elements. Yeah, I love that. Actually, today, you know, just this morning, you know, I'm getting dressed to come to work. You know, I'm deciding on what I want to wear and I'm, you know, putting my outfit together and I'm like, you know, I'm I'm wearing a nice outfit today. And I usually would wear my regular watch like I have a, you know, it's not a, I don't have a Rolex or anything, but it's mm-hmm. just a, you know, a nice leather watch that I like to wear. Um but I'm like, you know, I also like to track how many steps I get in a day and I like to track my heart rate and things. So I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to wear my Fitbit today because I want to keep track of everything. So I wore my Fitbit today. Mm-hmm. But um, as you are saying this, I'm thinking, oh, that makes sense because, you know, if I'm wearing a nice outfit and I want something that matches but I still want to track my health parameters and how many steps I'm getting or, you know, things like that, that makes total sense. And, you know, like I'm looking at the watches, like they look like nice, very nice watches. And I'm not just saying that because you're, you know, on the test, <laughs> <laughs> but they're actually really, they're really nice watches um, that you can easily pull off on like a date night or like going yep. out to an event or something like that. Did you check out the, the smartwatch, uh, the, the scan watch, sorry? The, which the scan watch? Yeah, scan watch is the, the latest watch that we've released uh, yes, I have uh, that earlier last year. Right here. It, it, um, it's really a beauty both of technology and of design. Um, and on top of tracking, you know, the, I, would, I call this the basic of activity tracking. So your step, uh, your sleep, uh, your heart rate. Uh, yeah. We go even further in, um, in tracking, the, in allowing our users to take an ECG reading. Yeah. Right from the right from the app, um, and even to, even to measure their SpO2. Uh, so with this uh, device, it's all built in into one single watch that looks like a watch. Um, so you should definitely check it out. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah, and you know you can see the EKG monitor right on the front of the of the watch, which is really cool. I've never seen that before. Um, and it's got the heart, the heart health tracking, respiratory monitoring. Um, it also tracks your sleep. 
you know, I feel like I'm um, a sales rep for you guys right now. But <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but it's really cool. Like there's a little, um, I mean, you guys, anybody listening can go to like withings.com and see it. Um, but it's cool. And I can totally see where there's a need for that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I geek, I, I, for some reason, whatever it is, I geek out about this stuff. And <laughs> to your point earlier, um, you know, people that you know like like i feel like you know i commented on the design a little bit and it is important because it does make if it's if it's something that you're doing no longer to actually see if like you know if you're not just tracking your blood pressure because you know you have high blood pressure and it's something that you're forced to do rather that rather you know if you have something that's designed nicely and engaging and you can monitor it in a way that's almost like almost like you're tracking patterns it becomes more mm-hmm. of a game or like a, an interest in a way and so you're then using the product to really just you know track your progress really um and using the devices in that way and that's how i use my fitbit like right now i know i'm talking about a competitor of yours that's but okay anyways to make the <laughs> analogy here it's that i use it because i like to see my patterns my progress again and plotted against time and um you know it's nice that you know it's nice that it's a you know it's a something that's just wearable and it's an easy device to use and uh you want to use things that are you know that don't feel that medical-esque vibe that we're so used to that maybe we don't have great memories of you know as kids or whatever going to the doctor's office and getting the blood pressure cuff and things like that it's not necessarily a very nostalgic memory to have mm-hmm. of these devices so i can totally see the 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 want or need for that but you know what what else is important on top of design is um, for, for the watches is the battery life because mm. if you really want to be um, to integrate in the life of the users in the long term, you have to avoid having them to do extra stuff at all time. Um, so the, the ScanWatch has 30 days worth of battery on one single charge. Oh, wow. So you don't have to worry about this. You already have enough devices that you have to recharge every other night, your phone being the first, uh, the first example. Um, with our devices, you just wear your watch and have to charge it for an hour every 30 days. And during these 30 days, it will track you 24-7 and provide you with this, uh, with this feedback. Yeah, wow. That's, that's, yeah, that is a really important element. I, hate my, I think my watch is about to die right now, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that, that's really cool. Um, you know, I, obviously being, you know, a lot of our listeners are in healthcare. A lot of our listeners are doctors or residents are going to be doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think wearable devices, wearable technology is going to be a big part of what we do in our profession in mm-hmm. terms of monitoring patients, especially now with this expansion of digital health and, uh, uh, you know, telehealth being a much more common practice nowadays. Yeah, so we were talking a little prior to our conversation about the cellular connectivity now of your devices, mm-hmm. which, you know, it took me a while to understand what that actually meant. And you gave me a really good, like, pre-explanation. I, I want to just, you know, highlight that for a second and, and talk about how this is, you know, essentially going to make wearable connected devices integrate with telehealth and such platforms. Yeah, definitely. 
just a bit of context first. Uh, so you know, we think the uh, company since 12 years in the in the B2C space. Um, we've created three years ago this new div division dedicated to the healthcare industry. So concretely, what we're doing is that we're extending the WeThink's offering towards the healthcare industry by uh, building solutions around our devices uh, to uh, better integrate in the in the in the patient journey and to better connect the patient and his provider um, by by discussing with a bunch of players in the in the in the space over the past three years we've identified a few pain points that are still here um, and one that i believe is extremely important is the installation you know in, in logistic we talk a lot about the the last mile challenge Mm -hmm. um, in healthcare, I believe there is a first step challenge. Uh, when you onboard a new patient, um, it's a moment where he's motivated. You need to remove friction along the, along the right, onboarding process. Uh, and, and for that, the installation can be complicated. Let's take the example of the watch you have uh, around your wrist. Uh, when you purchase that, that watch, you had to download an app, you had to set it up, you had to configure it so that it could, you could see the data in your app. Um, well, for the healthcare industry, we believe that it's too complicated. It's too complicated for a patient to do all this. So we've, we've integrated cellular connectivity in our most popular devices so that they, they work right out of the box. Let mm -hmm. me give you an example. You're, you're a doctor, you onboard a patient in a remote patient monitoring uh, program. Um, you need to monitor, let's say, his blood pressure monitor. You deliver to him uh, within his blood pressure monitor, uh, the BPM Connect Pro that is cellular enabled. Uh, the patient will just receive the device, open the box, take a blood pressure reading, and thanks to cellular connectivity, the device is already pre-installed, already pre-associated to the patient, and the data will flow directly to your platform so that you can monitor the trend and see if there is a problem, an alert, interact with your patient. So we believe that this is really helping um, the connection between the patient and the provider thanks to the cellular connectivity. Yeah. Okay. So this is where I got really interested after and took a little bit more explanation. So basically, you know, you know, it is, I, I've experienced this with just getting patients to download like the doxy.me app, which is just a simple telehealth app to actually do like that alone was a problem. Mm -hmm. So I, I totally understand that there's, you know, there's different levels of health literacy. People have different abilities to actually use technology. Mm -hmm. I believe in pure simplicity. Like if we can get things down to the most simple forms of communication and, and transfer of data and information, that's a great, that's a great solution. That's actually what we're doing right now. What I'm actually doing with Podium, which is a, is a messaging platform. Mm -hmm. uh, it's basically direct messaging between, you know, um, the physician and the patient and it, there, there's no need to download an app. There's nothing. It's just a text message, and it goes to a platform, simple to use. Talk about it all the time. But this is, in a similar sense, doing something where, so essentially, you use the blood. If you get the blood pressure cuff or you get the scale, you open it up, and it's already connected and that's to the cloud network. You and cannot make it more simple. I think. Right. So there's no installation process. There's nothing for the patient to do. It's no. already connected. You don't even need a smartphone as a patient. Wow. Okay. So it's like, where it's like buying a, a, a not smart scale. Right. Uh, we call that dumb scale, but it's the same effort right. than buying a dumb scale. So you receive the scale, you just step on it. Right. So where does it connect? Does it connect directly to the provider, the doctor's um, 
the doctor's telehealth network or platform or how, where's that, where does the connectivity go from the patient's end? How does it get connected to the doctor's end? Yep. So, so the, the data goes from the device to uh, the Wi-Fi's cloud, thanks to the cellular connectivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then our partner, uh, the partner, let's say the provider that has provided the, the device to the patient, um, will retrieve, ten, thanks to an API connection, will retrieve the data from our cloud to bring it to life in his own platform. Um, we have other ways for them to retrieve the data. For example, we've we've developed our own remote patient monitoring platform, mm-hmm. in which case the doctor doesn't even have to do anything because it, it populates the data right in its in its dashboard where he can monitor his patient. Uh, okay, okay. So the API number. So basically, once the API is retrieved by the doc or whoever has, like if. Basically, if you're a, let's say, a healthcare practice and you send a bunch of patients, you know, some blood pressure cuffs for mm-hmm. your monitoring, you already basically have the API and, um, you know, like the information is going to come to you automatically, basically. Yes. That, yes. Okay. So, so you have to do like a, a one-time configuration uh, to integrate our API uh, and then it's, it's all automatic. You have nothing to do. Uh, wow. That's really interesting. Hello, friends. Quick break from the episode. Our friends at Withings, my friend Antoine, has agreed to do a giveaway to our audience members. They're giving away a BPM Connect, which is a Wi-Fi blood pressure monitor that provides medically accurate blood pressure and heart rate measurements with immediate feedback on the device. You also get full data history in the app. This technology is amazing. You guys got to check it out. I'm going to, they're hopefully going to be sending me one myself too. But anyways, you can screenshot this episode, this podcast episode, post it on your Instagram story, tag us at beyond underscore med, and then tag withings as well at W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S. Tag us both, screenshot it, post it on your story. You'll be entered to win. We'll do a giveaway within one week and we will post it on our story. So, all right, that's enough of that. Now back to the episode. Cool. So that's, uh, you, you know, that is solving a big major pain point. Um, mm-hmm. Have you, you know, from what you've seen in, in terms of, you know, patients using devices, what what has been kind of like one of the biggest problems you guys have been solving with your company on the patient provider end of things? I think it, it comes down to the user experience. The, the patient experience. Um, what, what we're doing is that we're leveraging 12 years of experience in taking care of a user, a consumer, someone that purchased a device at Best Buy, for example. Um, but at the end of the day, a consumer and a patient, they're the same human being. So when you know how to engage, how to motivate um, a, a user to use your devices, uh, you know how to take care of a patient as well. Um, so. In the user experience, we see two uh, important elements, one being the installation that we're covering with the, the cellular connectivity and with other solutions for, for, for other needs. And the other one is the retention, the engagement, because we believe that you know health um, is in trends. It's not one number, one time uh, that, that you can use to, to, to treat a patient. You need to be able to see trends. And for that, you need to have patients that will use the devices in the long run. So as I was saying with the, with the design and the battery life, you need to find a way to integrate into the daily routine of the patient. And that's where it's key because that's, that's how you get long-term data. 
I'll give you one example. It's it's a funny one. People always ask me why we're doing this, but um, on the scale we have after the the weigh-in. So when you see your weight on the screen, we will show you the weather forecast of the day. So mm. so so what what will be the weather today? And people are asking us why do you put the weather forecast on the scale? And the reality is that it helps to create a habit because because then for the patient uh-huh. every single morning before getting in the shower he will step on the scale to see his weight, of course, but also to see the weather forecast for the day of his own city uh, so that he knows how to dress. Yeah. And in the meantime, the provider gets the data. So the provider, because there is this routine, will get f- frequent and regular data coming from the patient. Oh my God, yeah, that is brilliant. It's a little bit of, uh, it's a little bit of hacking, you know, like human hack, like hacking the brain, the way the brain works. It's like a little bit, just a little bit of reward to see. I mean, even checking the weather. I mean, I check the weather app every single morning, you know, just to know what the day is going to look like. So I, I, I can see it like you're creating a bit of routine yes. into this and like a little bit of dopamine spike because you're also checking the weather and it's like, you know, just another thing that you just do every single morning. Mm-hmm. This is the most important to integrate into the d- daily life of the patient. Otherwise, you don't get sufficient data to, yeah. uh, to correctly uh, take care of them. Yeah, that's brilliant. Um, well, so, so like, let's say someone like myself, like I'm, I, I would consider myself uh, pretty, uh, you know, health conscious oriented that I try to like do my exercise. I try to track my eating, try to track how much water I drink. I try to I track my weight. I like track. I like tracking things. I like <laughs> seeing things and, and just knowing where I'm at. Okay. Um, and this is like on a personal responsibility level. I think a lot of people are like this. I think a lot of people like to just be, have like control over their health and their progress. Right. Yep. So these kinds of devices, like, you know, like I, I totally see the future being where everything is tracked, our sleep, our our weight, our intake of food, our calories, everything is just going to be so, our data is just going to be so transparent to us personally and probably to a lot of others as well because, you know, everyone has access to our data now. But in um, terms of... Not, not with wishing, sorry to interrupt, but... Yeah. Not anybody has, has access to your data. You're ah. the only one to own your data. The yeah. only way for somebody else to get access to your data is for you to share that data. That's the only way, and it will remain the only way. Ah, uh, got it. Okay, so that's a really interesting point, which we, we will get into. But yep. especially now, like data, everybody, you know, get data is the new gold. You know, like uh, you can make a lot of money setting. I, I didn't want to go down this route. I didn't want to, I wasn't going to ask and put you on the spot, but since you volunteered that. Yeah, but it's, it's very important to clarify that uh, Yeah, this is a priority for us. Yeah. Well, that's, a, is what, where did that come from? Because clearly there's a lot of money to be made in data and in any kind of uh industry especially when, when you're monitoring things like this for across patients what is this more of an ethical thing for withings um, probably uh, i think it's it comes down to the fact that um, our users trust us with their data mm-hmm. um, those are personal data those are, those are health data um, they belong to them that's it and love it and we won't even 
try to, to, to do anything with that. The, uh, as I was saying, the only way for someone else to get access to your Wishings data is for you to share this data with that individual or that company or whatever. Wow, okay, that's that's amazing. Um, because we, we do hear a lot about uh, right now with the social media age, everything is mm. anything that's, uh, a lot of company, obviously anything that's free, you know, you're paying with your data. Um, but uh, I think that's actually a great, you know, point to make. And it, it, it does, uh, I think that's important for people nowadays to know that their data is secure. And even though, even if it's not, particularly data that's going to be, you know, used against you in any way, but still, you know, your still, personal data. You, you don't know. want anybody to know your weight. That's it. Yeah. Your blood yeah, pressure. Exactly. It belongs to you and that's it. I love that. Cool. Well, um, so sorry, I, think, I interrupted you uh, in, a, in, in a question with this, uh, this data thing. Yeah. So I, I was talking, I was, you know, I go on t tangents here. My brain is <laughs> a little scatterballs. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but I mean, basically I like to track my results and yep. I like devices that help me do that. And I think a lot of people like that. And a lot of people in the future are going to be doing more of that. Yep. Uh, where do you see like the consumer market? Like where do you see people, what's the first product that they come to you for? And where do you see like then the expansion of, you know, using other products to continue tracking? It's a very good question. I think there's a different answer if we look at our consumer market or our healthcare market. In the consumer world, initially, we are known for the scale. And today, we are the biggest seller of smart scale in the US. And you can purchase our scale at Best Buy, Amazon, Apple, Bed Bath and Beyond, pretty much everywhere in the US. So initially, we are known for the scale. We see a lot of traction around the blood pressure. Um, because people do need to track their, their, their blood pressure. There is like 30% of the population that has high BP. Um, <clears throat> and then there is the, there is the watches um, that are, you know, we have a wide range of watches depending on, on the need of the user. Um, and something that I think is very interesting as well is our sleep mat. Um, because it, it resonates with the fact that what's important is not only the data, but it's what it will tell you. What kind of biomarker can we detect in this data to provide you more information and more valuable insight um, to, uh, to better understand you or understand your, your condition? So with this sleep mat that you mentioned uh, at the beginning, it's, it's an amazing device in terms of simplicity. You, you put it under your mattress, you set it up, and that's it. It will track you throughout the night, every single night. You don't have anything to do besides... Uh, you know, going into your bed just like you do every other night. Uh, and with this, we track sleep patterns, we provide you with a sleep score, uh, we provide you with your night uh, HR, but also very importantly, we've developed a new algorithm that detects sleep apnea. So we detect uh, from, from the comfort of your bed, mm -hmm. we detect the risk of, I mean, the sign of uh, uh, sleep apnea episodes um, so that you can go and confirm that uh, in, a, in a sleep test with a doctor and get prescribed a, a CPAP if, if needed. Mm -hmm. um, but it's really, it's, the, I think the future is about adding more to what we currently do and going further into uh, the analysis and providing more actionable and valuable feedback to the, to the users. Yeah, yeah, and I'm looking at the sleep mat right here, and it, it's like very sleek. It looks just like a blanket almost, and that yep. just goes underneath your 
your bed sheets and even, even your mattress yeah. underneath your mattress. So is this is this uh, analyzing like movements basically, or how? What is it analyzing about your sleep? It's analyzing yes movements. Um, it's there is. Um, it's also tracking the so movement being micro movement and macro movement. So we're tracking heart rate, we're tracking respiration rate, um, right from the the devices. It's a it's a pressure device. So the, the pressure on the on the mattress will have an impact on the on the mat. Mm. Um, and also a larger movement when you move in the bed and stuff. So that we use all this information to. Um, to you know, determine your sleep cycles, uh, if you're sleeping, the quality of your sleep and stuff. Very cool. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I geek after, I don't know, for whatever reason, I get really nerdy about this kind of stuff. Like, I just like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I just I like talking about this kind of stuff. I like, like, I want to go and buy everything right now. Um, <laughs> I can send you some, some of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, like it's, uh, you know, it, and the design alone, for some reason, really resonates with me. I just really like the design. Seems like you have like a Steve Jobs on your team somewhere. <laughs> someone, someone on your team is a Steve Jobs. <laughs> uh, I, will, I will tell them; they will be very happy about this. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, what's your what's your personal favorite product? What do you like to use? It's hard to say because, uh, as I was saying, I have this bias and I, I use all devices every single day. Um, I would say that the, the, the one that always surprised me is the sleep mat. Um, because you really don't feel that you're tracking something. Yeah, It's under your mattress and you go to bed just like you go to bed every single night. But it's tracking you throughout the night. And in the morning, I see my AHI numbers. Um, yeah. from the comfort of my bed. So I think this is this is completely amazing. But then in the in the healthcare world it's very, it's different we the product that we use a lot are the scale for uh, pre-diabetes patient, diabetes patient, the blood pressure for hypertensive patients. So so it's a, it's a different one. Wow, yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah. Um it's so it's interesting because other devices like you know like the watch um, does the watch also track sleep or it's just the sleep? Yeah, yeah, of course it tracks sleep. The watch does as well, tracks yes, your sleep? Yes. Okay. I feel like I'd rather have a sleep mat than a watch on because like, I don't like wearing a watch at night to bed. Um, that's the only issue I have with it, like oh. wearing this. Um, it's like when I just, when I, I don't like having anything on my wrist and like sometimes I sleep like kind of like a weirdo because I sleep with my uh, arm under my pillow and then my wrist is just somehow in my face. <laughs> so then like if I move my wrist, my, my watch is going off and blind and like waking me up with the light in the middle <laughs> of the night <laughs> for some reason like that, that happens, but like, it'd be cool at, you know, like tracking sleep in that way where it's like, you don't even know it. That's, mm. uh, that sounds interesting. Yep. Very cool, man. Well, what's uh, what's the future of Withings? What do you guys have in store in the future with uh, you know connecting patients and doctors and using these health devices? Well, one of our we have different focuses, of course. Um, 
uh, one in uh, I would say in the B2C what the consumer world our focus will be to bring uh, more and more devices and more and more biomarkers. Um, but one of our big focus these days, and that's one of the reasons we raised money last year, uh, we raised uh, 60 million USD uh, uh, sometime last year, um, is to develop this uh, health solution division. That is a solution that extends the Wishing's offering to the healthcare industry. Um, and here we're really, you know, uh, bridging the gap between patient and providers. Uh, so I would say that's, that's a big part of our future to, um, to extend this offer, to work with more and more partners uh, to, so that they can use the WeThinks devices with their patients or with their users uh, to help them uh, treat their condition. It can be, it's very wide, it can be uh, um, diabetes prevention programs in the US, chronic care management, remote patient monitoring, weight loss, uh, a lot of different actors that... Uh, that will use and that already use within these devices to take care of their patients. Yeah, oh, awesome. Yeah, and um, you know, I think that this is, uh, you know, this 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 consumer market or patient market is only going to grow. Um, and I'm excited about it because I like I like that inner. I like empowering patients. I like making the experience easier for patients. You know, I'm working on a startup right now, a startup company right now that is actually um, creating a much better experience for doctors and patients. Um, through something I haven't fully revealed the project, but you know, as people listen, they'll hear more about this. Um, yeah, do you want to uh, <laughs> do you want to tease them a little bit now? <laughs> uh, I have to, I have to, I have to say, you know, I have to say for right now. Um, I, okay. <laughs> I promised my co-founder we would stay quiet for a little bit. <laughs> right. uh, but I, I can talk to you offline about it. Okay. <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, it's exciting. You know, it's a, it, there's, a, there's a lot that can be solved, and and technology is playing a huge part with making um, the experience better for for the end consumer and for the patient and hopefully for us for doctors as well you know god knows we need it but uh, definitely you know that's something that i find interesting um, what we're trying to do is to help healthcare professionals do what they do best which is taking care of their patients mm -hmm. by by you know removing the the burden of taking care of hardware of taking care of the device side of um, so that's, that's really, it resonates with, with, with what you're saying. Our objective is not only to help the patient, but definitely the healthcare professional, no matter who is this healthcare professional, uh, really to streamline that connection with his patient so that he can actually take care of the patient. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that makes complete sense. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I, I, I want to I wanna keep up with your guys' products and... Um, you know, keep, you know, I'm, I'm always happy to, uh, I'm going to probably get myself one of those watches um, just because it looks really cool. I'll send uh, you one. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Antoine. Um, all right. So any, where can people find out more about Withings and, um, you know, connect with you guys or actually, you know, get any of your products, any places we can direct people here? Yeah, definitely. So the, the, the WeThings website, uh, WeThings.com, uh, will, um, will tell you more about our devices. We have a dedicated section on that website for healthcare professionals so that they can better understand what we do and how we can help them. And I'm also happy to be contacted directly on, on LinkedIn to, uh, to connect with, uh, with your listeners. 
Excellent. Okay. So we'll put some of that in the show notes, guys. Uh, we'll connect some of the withings, uh, the website for withings.com, or you can just go to withings.com. Um, and I will connect some of your contact information for any healthcare professionals who are interested in learning more. Um, Antoine, this was a pleasure. I really enjoyed talking and, uh, you know, geeking out a little bit on this because it's just something I, I enjoy doing. This was a more relaxed episode for me and you're a, <laughs> <laughs> you're a cool, you're a cool guy to talk to. So uh, you know, anytime feel free and, you know, we can do this again. Well, thank you, Ami. It was a pleasure to, uh, to talk to you as well. And I'm always excited to talk about what we're doing at WeFink. So happy to do that again. If, uh, if anybody wants to deep dive on, on one of the elements of WeFink, uh, happy to, uh, to come back. And by then, you will be wearing a, a wishing's watch instead of the one that you currently have. <laughs> yes, that's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Antoine, thank Sounds you. Good. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Hey, friends. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. We hope you enjoyed this one. Don't forget to enter the giveaway, which you can uh, check out midstream, or I can just tell you about it again. So basically, take a screenshot of the episode, post it on your story, tag us at beyond underscore med, tag withings at withings, and you'll be entered to win a BPM Connect Wi-Fi monitor. Don't miss out on that. Also, feel free to just screenshot us, let us know what you thought of the episode, what you want to hear more of, message us, DM us at beyond underscore med. That's it for today, guys. Peace.